I don't know. I'm just going to make it up as I go along. So, uh, why, why they do that? Some are horrible people, horrible human beings. Who cares? No, 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 Testing, testing, testing. So you say Jesus loves you in an email, and the government will stop you if you're a real estate agent in Virginia. Is that is that accurate? You won't believe Makes me that want story. to be a real estate agent. Human rights campaign promises to pump money into the state of Virginia to turn it blue. And Virginia Tech, freshman orientation, was leftist propaganda. That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots radio is the founding fathers intended. The Lee brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this, this lovely, lovely day. Every day that you wake up is a lovely day. The alternative is not not good. No, it's not. All right, we are up and running. 454-1366-454-1366. Uh, there has been some changes today, as you can probably tell on the radio station, but we are live here in the studios. Glad to have you with us. Hey, coming up at, um, at 5 o'clock, the uh, Attorney General is suing the federal government over something Ken Cuccinelli said, the former Attorney General. And how do you get a metal straw? Well, you donate to a Democrat here in Virginia, a metal straw. Is that thing on the screen picking your nose? A metal. Oh, it looks like it. Very funny. A metal <laughs> straw going to, uh, you You donate to a Democrat, you get a metal straw. A metal straw. No, his, the mouse on yeah, the computer right. was picking his nose on the computer. So I thought maybe he had an issue. I've got an issue with you. <laughs> All right, 454-1366. Phone lines are open, 454-1366. Many people this weekend are sending their kids to college. I am doing the same thing. In fact, when we leave the studio here, I'll be taking uh, two of my kids to High Point University in North Carolina, the home of uh, the president, Nito Cobain, who, by the way, uh, is not born in, in America, but is more American than most university presidents. It's a phenomenal uh, school dedicated to... America. It's, is it's it really diverse? Is, is it, it one if it, of the if most it, diverse the universities if, on the planet? If it's diverse. Is it by design? If it's diverse, it's not by design. It's natural because it should be. Does the leader of VCU come down and visit and help with your diversity issues at the school? Uh, no, because only VCU looks at the color of somebody's skin first. Did you check that out before, before you? they? Enrolled your students of course. in a diverse university. Of course I did. By design. It's by design. So Penny Nance the Lee is, brothers are is, by design. is the CEO and president of Concerned Women for America. She sends her son to freshman orientation last week in a Virginia Tech. Can men be a, a member of the Concerned Women of America? Uh, or are they not that diverse? They're not that what diverse. What if we do identify as Concerned Women? Can we then be a member of the Concerned Women of America? Possibly. Possibly. If you want to do that, you can. I kind of like the fact that there's a Concerned Women of America conservative group. Uh, yeah, I'd like to join it. Right. I'll so, identify as a Concerned Woman for however long the meetings last. Hopefully short and they have good refreshments. 
So Penny Nance sends her kid to Virginia Tech, goes to the freshman orientation. There's a lot of parents we're doing this weekend, taking their kid to college. And as you know, the college uh, universities across our country are inundated with leftist think. And it's groupthink. And it's become... Puke uh, think. Exactly. It's puke think. Uh, it's actually disgusting how the colleges are about indoctrination and not about just simple things. Not I think every they, policy is scientific muddy. Well, I think they have fair. puke tanks there. <laughs> a puke they get tank? To, they get together in a puke tank. Yeah, possibly. They discuss things, get things straight. So, so here's what Peggy did. She came back from Virginia Tech's freshman orientation. She wrote an article for a Federalist. Dot com. The Federalist.com, by the way, is a phenomenal website. If you're not, uh, uh, if you don't frequent the website, you should. I think you'll find it very, very interesting. She she writes in the, in the Federalist about this experience, and I don't think it's any different than just about every parent in America who sends their kids to school. What is wrong with our college campuses? Listen to what happened to Peggy, or Penny. I'm sorry, Penny Nance and her son. She experienced what she can only describe as extreme, overly leftist propaganda spewed at our children at orientation. The opening university welcome event for students and parents separated families immediately in the auditorium. And, of course, there was no Pledge of Allegiance. There was no prayer. But of course there, not. There was this. They spent the opening comments recognizing two Native American tribes in which the land was built on, the college was built on. And they did include the message that the land was stolen from these tribes. <laughs> That's the implication. They didn't actually the use the word stolen. Well, they didn't use the word stolen, but in so many words, they told the uh, the people enjoying the orientation not that the land was essentially taken from these tribes. Right. It opens with that. That's, the Virginia Tech the, freshman they orientation. Have, they should have orientation before you make a decision. Because <laughs> yeah, a lot of people so would true. say, <laughs> what thanks the for the memory, we'll see you in, in fact, on the other side when my kid graduates from Liberty University. In fact, Penny Nance said that exact same thing. She goes, I felt like yanking him out and taking him to Liberty University. Absolutely. And and here, here's the thing. Tech has changed. You're, 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 all, America, all colleges are about indoctrination. So, so they spend the first few minutes of the freshman orientation of Virginia Tech, talking about how it's taken over two Native American tribes. Who cares? What a positive! Are you seriously what a positive about? way to kick off your child's college experience? Yeah, right. Exactly. You know that's that's a real go getter, build up mentality. So, In other words, so when you finish here, you can steal land yourselves because you'll know how. So Boy, then, drinking from this cup is like a workout. Have you picked yours up? No, oh, yours. I'm, I'm you, drink it. No wonder you keep it light, so you so, can lift it. So the next thing that happened was the college. Here, you can use mine to work out if you want. Filled the next two hours with speaker after speaker who introduced themselves not by their names or titles, but by their preferred pronouns. I kid you not. <laughs> I kid you not. They put pronouns. I, I, I didn't quite understand. They said they put pronouns on their name tags. They put their name. Right. And I guess that's a suggestion for the pronoun they could pick to be referred sure. to as. New student badges contain not just their names, but also their preferred pronouns because the school made it part of the registration. How about that? Welcome to this incredible, massive, 99.6% of America have no problem with him and her and her. And, I mean, that's just regular. Talk regular. Except the university bends over backwards to 
try to accommodate who? Now, this is annoying. If you are a parent sending your kid off to college, you're supposed to be sending them to an institution of higher learning, not an institution of idiocy. This is what is is amazing to me that happened at Virginia Tech. And Penny goes through this whole thing at thefederalist.com and, and points out that even here in the Commonwealth of Virginia, we're not without massive indoctrination. They lectured the students. Listen, they went on to say this. They lectured the students not on making assumptions about each other's gender or sexuality. Don't make us. Don't assume the guy you're talking to is a guy. <laughs> really? I get lectured at Virginia. Uh, this is now considered higher education, just for those who don't understand. For- you know, uh, you should have to wear a name tag, I guess. And these Everywhere universities should be required by the federal government, a new law, which you would hate, but a new law that says we are uh, just call it, Assign one word to it. We are a puke university. If you want to bring your kids here, fine. But right. when they come out, you're not going to recognize them and you're not going to like them very much. You may love them, but you're not going to like them very much because we're going to indoctrinate them. They may not even know what into, gender they are when they come out. They exactly. May they may not. Gender. They may come home and say, my pronoun is this. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's where parents' head just blows off their bodies and go, wait a minute. I send you to Virginia Tech and I get nothing but... Uh, indoctrination for the fr- freshman orientation. This now, that son is a noun, not a pronoun. And I'm not going to refer to you as your pronoun So without clubbing you a couple times. I mean, uh, this this is ridiculous. <laughs> of course it is. That they're going to, and they're going to, you know, they're going to try to get every student to, to realize that this is what they really want. Uh-huh. Oh, sure. So we're going to go with pronouns. We're going to go with gender identity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right. Virginia Tech's responded. They saw the article. They're pushing back. We'll tell you about that next. And your phone calls, 454-1366-454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Well, if you ask me where I come from, here's what I tell everyone. Unless you're at the Pan Am Games. I was born by God's dear grace. I, I am disgusted by people who who go play athlete or an athlete for our country and go to a foreign land and protest our, our country. Is any other country doing that? I mean, do you see people who win the China medal protesting China and saying, that's it? America. No, you wouldn't dare do that in China. And you know what? I'd be okay with you wouldn't dare do that here for the United States, too, because that is that is a pathetic. I don't care if they're the best soccer, baseball, football, whatever they are. I don't care if they're the best player to ever play the game to do that. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. And everyone should turn their backs on them. This is the greatest nation on earth. Coming it's up a at, privilege right. to be here. Of course. And coming up at 5 o'clock, there's a teacher who actually wrote that on the chalkboard and is now uh, in trouble because wrote she said what? America is the greatest place to be. <laughs> she wrote that and she's in trouble. It's a guy, but we'll talk about that coming up at 5. It's an unbelievable story. All right, so Virginia Tech is a massive indoctrination center, even at the opening of their freshman orientation. And and Penny Nance wrote an article in thefederalist.com, trashing the entire event, saying it was ridiculous. And, of course, it is ridiculous. Virginia Tech 
thinks otherwise. The university you would, pushed you back. Think any university in Virginia? I can't think of one that would. Oh come on! Be this way? Oh come Can on! Can you? They all are. Liberty's not. Well, Liberty's a private institution. With you think University of Richmond's like that? I'm sorry. You think University of Richmond's like that? Yes. Really? Well, four five four thirteen sixty six. You tell us. Is VCU like that? I would say it probably. Oh, is. definitely. Yeah. With, with, with the, the sun god at the helm. <laughs> I guess it's unbelievable. Raw, the Egyptian sun god. So Virginia's got to be related. Have the same name. It's got to. Virginia Tech uh, said this is ridiculous. So they push back saying that they don't push a political agenda at the orientation. <laughs> really? You be the judge. Really? We just told you what happened. Is that a political agenda or is it not? It's, it's, they obviously came from the left. Completely. They think and, there's, and this is no not political. question <laughs> this is political. This, they said uh, the spokesman, Tracy Vauber, said Thursday afternoon, we have students coming from all walks of life, and we're simply a reflection of that. No, it, no, not. no not, it has nothing to do with it. That's not the what you're thinking about. The majority of the students coming there, I'm sure, are conservative. Oh, well, wouldn't you I, think? I, I don't Would know. Would you not think? But the point is, why does it have to be so radically left? The first thing you start is not with the Pledge of Allegiance, not with a prayer, but you start with how the Native Americans were land we stole to put the Virginia Tech University on. That's well, not that political? Would, what is it? What would you think if uh, a large group of conservative students and their parents went there? And they started this indoctrination, and the parents started laughing and chanting, and the kids all started laughing and calling out things like, hell yeah, let's go steal some more land. <laughs> that's right. You know, that's, that, that would be. Would that not send a, a signal to the school? Of course, you'd have to get the entire class together prior. Virginia and Tech published. Throw out the pukes, but. Virginia Tech actually published a statement from the vice president of student affairs, Patricia Perello who said stating one's gender pronoun is a personal decision. No one in the Virginia Tech community is required to do so. No, but your badges all had it on there, so you're requiring all freshman orientation to have a badge that displayed their personal pronoun, which is absurd. And, and it's this, also ridiculously embarrassing. They should have had a table right beside where you picked up your badge with a guy sitting there or multiple. You'd need more, more than one person, probably about 12, with wide markers to take that pronoun crap off right the off. badge. I would have loved to have done would that. Would you like the pronoun crap off your badge? Periello, yes, please. Periello wrote that using gender neutral pronouns in place of he or she is becoming increasingly commonplace across society and that many students arrive on campus with that in mind. That is a complete pile. Of, <laughs> it truly of, is. They were talking about what cow dung on the last show, so I'm going to use cow dung. <laughs> it's a complete pile of cow dung. And the thing is, I bet you... A large percentage of the people picking up their badges and said, this is your pronoun. They are probably like, what? What? Of course. What does that of mean? The parents were. don't know what that means. Of course. This is not spreading across society. Don't. Maybe the society that lives in one of their basements, but their it's bubbles. not spreading anywhere in else. Don't, Virginia Tech, don't talk down to 98% of America like we don't get it. Like you guys understand that, the, that no one likes pronouns anymore. Actually, actually, she went on to say this. Accordingly, gender-neutral pronouns have been created and used in the interest of greater equality, dignity, and inclusive. I just threw up. This is about an aspect. Listen to this. This is an important aspect of our deep commitment to our students' mental health and well-being. <laughs> mental health. 
Oh my gosh! I you didn't and realize. I must be mentally ill. <laughs> Number one, we didn't know anything about this garbage till it came out in the news a few right. weeks ago, and we researched this stuff constantly. Is what we do: health and well-being of our students. Wow. Virginia Tech says him and her pronouns. That's that's just offensive. You better, and for the wealth of our students, we're gonna. Uh, this is this, the universities lost their mind, but they live in the little academic ridiculous bubble. You have students going to university tonight. You bet. You better talk to them on the way there about this, so they don't become mentally ill <laughs> within the first few weeks of studying or and not understanding. Because I still don't get it. <laughs> exactly. Or physically ill like you and me at this point. All right, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. The Lee Brothers, where family feuds are made public. 820 WNTW. <laughs> yeah. 454-1366, The government says that you can now take horses on airplanes now as service animals. Uh, we have lost a horse. A horse. How? A, a miniature horse. A miniature. A miniature. Horse. They're, they're <laughs> still pretty big. As servant, they're they're 150 to 200 pound animals. Do you remember the one, Larry? No, that's that's the sign of the Democratic Party. This is something completely different. <laughs> you remember Larry's miniature horse? That thing was pretty big. Yeah. No, no. They're they're not small. They're, no, they're not really small animals. They're not something you're going to go. I'm going to ride off into the wilderness on my mini horse. Is it's the government is like a mini bike. They've released, they've released new guidelines saying that service animals should almost <laughs> always be allowed in the cabins of commercial planes, and miniature horses are now among the species included. <laughs> now, someone's going to have to explain to me. How, that almost makes how you want to get a service animal. I, how could it be a service animal? I mean, there's no boundaries on this at all. Could you imagine a horse now taking a a horse apple, so to speak, landing on? This is absurd. But the U.S. Department of Transportation, which explains it all, had a statement regarding this, which limits the— um, These people are brilliant. They said the the uh, the intent is to exercise an enforcement discretion by focusing its resources on ensuring that the U.S. carriers continue to accept the most commonly used service animals. A horse have, is a, not— A miniature never, horse is a now— I have never seen— a miniature this horse is not as a, a service animal. This is not oh, I know. This is I, I understand. It's unbelievable. You know, you can get a service animal for diabetes if your diabetes is like really what does it screwed do, up. Exactly. And mine's really screwed up. I'm a, what they call a brittle diabetic. So I guess I would qualify. You don't need a miniature horse. A miniature you need like horse a horse service animal you need for a diabetes. Clydesdale is what you need. <laughs> can you take? Now, seriously. What I, got, I, I've seen diabetic service dogs, but they're. Little dogs, right? They're little nappy dogs that bite ankles. Wouldn't you and like stuff, to have been? You know? Wouldn't you like to have been in the room when the transportation department was talking about this? Hey, uh, who do you think we ought to allow in there? I, I like the cats and dogs; those are good. Anyone for miniature horses? I'm in. I think miniature, <laughs> miniature horses. It's unbelievable. They, you can't. You think it's a parody? This was a Saturday Night Lights skit that or somehow the, made its way into the transportation. Whoever department. voted this in probably thinks a miniature horse is about <laughs> twelve inches exactly. high. Exactly. Exactly. They don't realize and it's, it's a plastic pound animal. with a switch. Remember Mike's service dog? Yes. He was so well-behaved, beautiful dog. That's I used true. to love to play with him. 
All right, check check us out at WNTWTheAnswer.com. WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you directly to our page where you see the most incredibly stupid good basketball shot ever. It's it's incredible. And then there's politics. Uh, Stacey Abrams is a loser. And not like you think loser, a political loser. You'll see what we mean at WNTWTheAnswer.com. WNTWTheAnswer.com. Coming up. sucks. If you're a real estate agent in Virginia and sign your email, Jesus loves you, government will stop you. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. of talk shows where hosts think they know everything call the lee brothers the lee brothers on 820 wntw well shocks you know maybe we could get on television as a team we built this city we built this city on rock and roll we built this city yeah we built this city on rock Outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. City to his left, sometimes far left. Is Richard Lee. All right, so the Democratic Party is going to run on two things. They're going to run this November in the the, uh, Commonwealth of Virginia. They're going to run on two things. They're going to run on LGBTQ. Which is going to give them... A mountain of cash in a briefcase. And they're going to run on race. And that won't be too different than the national election, which will be about those two things. You see, Trump's a racist, so they're going to run on race, and they'll, they'll try to win that way. And, and our governor, our blackface governor. He's a blackface, racist, too. <laughs> you know, blackface folks in his hierarchy are not racist. They might have been once, but they've given up on wearing blackface because— they probably get the crap beat out of them, and it's not popular right. anymore. Exactly. So they're going to wear white suits with pointy hats. Maybe. I certainly can't speak. <laughs> no, you no, can't. No, you can't speak. Thank you. In fact, don't speak. Not clearly. Yeah, anyway. Just don't even come close. Don't take that stinking hat off. In fact, delete that clip and talk. No, I'm kidding. All right, so 454-1366. The, the pointy um, hats are kind of cool, though. I mean, you could paint them up and put little sequins Not those on. hats. Other hats. Like, you can, you can wear a cone on your head, and that would be like a pony hat. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, okay. They wear white cones. So the human I rights... Would, I would want it all made, it, point it, make it sparkly so headlights will hit it and I won't get crushed. The uh, high, the Human Rights Campaign, which I'm is thinking a, Halloween. a great name, Human Rights Campaign is now teaming up with the Democrats. They did so this week uh, to, to uh, make sure that the LGBTQ are no longer abused in Virginia. Which, by the way, I didn't realize no, I didn't they realize were. They I had no in idea. Fact, in fact, the, we have a transgender who's actually a delegate in the General Assembly. How is she being abused or he? I or, don't know. In fact, let's listen to her because she spoke at this human rights campaign. Here's what she said. All right. Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing? Hang on. That, that, oh, I'm sorry. That is a male. That's why I got confused. She, she she's identifies a, she's as a, a male. She is. No, she's a male. You can tell by her voice. Identifying as a woman. Her name's Danica Rome. She oh, okay. is. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're okay, talking Danica about. Danica Rome. Okay, here's Danica Rome talking about how bad it is 
how bad it is in Virginia for the LGBT community as a House of Delegates member. You go, girl. Here we go. Here you go, boy. I mean, yeah, here. All right. Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing? Great. Could be better. Welcome to Richmond. Thank you, Bill. Thank you to everyone at Diversity Richmond, by the way, for hosting us today. Hey, you My name is me. Dana Crum. I am proud to represent the people of the 13th District of the Virginia. The, the, the who? The people oh, okay. of the 13th District of the Virginia House of Delegates. And I am here today to help elect a Democratic pro-equality majority. Okay. Well, thank you. Well, I thought we had... Uh, a pro-equality majority in Virginia. Well, I, I don't know anyone who's not part of a pro. <laughs> yeah, name them. <laughs> who's not? Who doesn't want it? Pick equality. somebody out. Who doesn't want equality? And maybe, maybe they'll get abused, as you're claiming. Somebody's claiming. Right, exactly. Somebody's claimed that it's terrible in the, uh, in the Commonwealth. In fact, here, here she is, or he is, uh, getting a little upset. Okay, I'm going to call her her. She wants to be a her. That's fine. She's dressed as a her. Her. And by the way, this is a very big deal, you must understand, for the left. The Democrats, this is their entire reason for running the election, you see, because Republicans offer no liberty to the LGBT. I don't know where that is, but they don't offer any. In fact, Adam Abin, Abin is a huge liberal. He posted on his Facebook page, he said this, because of GOP control in Richmond, LGBTQ Virginians can still be treated as second-class citizens. Well, here's the thing, Adam. Cow dung. <laughs> think this whenever you think that. Cow dung. Remember the smell of cow dung, because that's what's coming out. That's what your breath smells like when you're telling lies like that. I'm offended because... Am, am I missing something? You're saying that I'm lying, or I'm against LGBTQs, I'm not. I don't know if I called them right LGBTQs. Maybe I should have said LGBTQ Virginians. Right. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to be wrong here and have someone say, uh, "Richard Lee guy, he's against LGBTQ Virginians because he won't even call them Virginians." (laughs) So, am I missing an entire? Group of people that lay awake at night worried about stuff. Is the Democratic we, Party we both really? Are, and maybe we need to. <laughs> the Democratic Party really going to hang their hat on the attack on the LGBTQ by, by a transgender in the House of Delegates? Does that make any sense? It's so funny how the left says we're discriminated against. It's horrible, and they're I standing see, there running for office, and they're I don't get it. I see this as an attack on the LGBTQ Virginians. By them donating tons of money to make Virginia a solid blue state, all this money for the election to make Virginia a solid blue state because they claim a bold-faced lie that conservatives hate LGBTQ Virginians. If I was part of the LGBTQ Virginian group, I would say... This is offensive to me. Right. It to should say, be. Uh, to, to spew this lie, because I know for a fact it's not true. Well, there's it's, nobody. It's cow dung. Well, there's nobody in Virginia that's not. You can't not, say bull. So you have to say cow dung. There's nobody. There's nobody in Virginia. There's more cows than bulls in anyway. There's nowhere in Virginia that transgenders that's true are, of every race. Don't, have, don't have rights. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, here's that is ridiculous. Here's Danica Rome at the Human Rights Campaign event, and we have to mobilize. And by the way, just remind you here, she's a transgender male, 
She has to mobilize. And she's a little upset about what's happening in Virginia. She's going to mobilize the truth. And we have to mobilize. We've got to, got to, got to be engaged so that we can. Hang on. How many gotchas? Got to, got to, got to be engaged. Okay, got it. So that we can tell Virginians across the Commonwealth that no matter what you look like, where you come from, how you worship if you do or who you love, that you should be welcomed, celebrated, respected, and protected here because of who you are. not. Not despite it and not for what discriminatory politicians tell you. Supposed to be in our Commonwealth, we are working to make Virginia more inclusive so that everyone can thrive because of who they are. This is ridiculous. Is there an attack on the LG? This is absurd. It's not. What Virginia is she talking about? Everyone can thrive to be who they are and do what they want to do. She acts like when you get in line for something, you get up there and they go, hmm. (laughs) <laughs> You're a second class citizen. Exactly. It's absurd. You have to get back at the end of that line. So this, there. This is exactly what I'm telling you. The left paints a picture of Virginia that's not accurate. There is not a group of people in Virginia that are so discriminated that they can't do anything. And Danica Rome, as a transgender woman, is literally standing on a stage as a House of Delegates member telling you she's mistreated. Telling you a bold face lie. <laughs> exactly. And this people is absurd. Are like, yeah, she's mistreated. We better treat her special. We better go above board and do everything for her. So when the line forms, they go out and go, LGBTQs all move to the front. Quite frankly, this this is insulting to just normal Virginians who it's, live their it, lives it, it every should day. should be. It should this be. This is an insult. Don't insult me, Danica Rome, and tell me there's such hate in Virginia. There's not. And don't tell me there's racism in Virginia. There's not. Charlottesville, we're going to talk about this at 5 o'clock, but Charlottesville is a blimp, and yet has turned into an entire Democratic campaign. It's just absurd. It really is. All right, so here's Danica Rome again. And I'll play this clip next because she digresses here for a second away from the LGBTQ into healthcare. And, and, and I want to play this clip because it's really interesting how the left views health insurance companies. Listen to what she says. Have to win our pro-equality majority to get that done because health care is an equality issue. Access to health care. So that's interesting, first of all. Pro I didn't know health equality majority? I didn't think health care was an equality issue. Do you ever well, think she said we have to win our pro-equality yeah. majority. She's talking about Democrats in the House being a majority. That's what she's talking. Or he's talking. He, she's talking about I thought she was talking about LGBTQ no. being the majority. Here, she continues. Is a quality issue. Enrollment in quality, affordable health care is an equality issue. Listen to this. And I can tell you personally, I know what it is like personally to have an insurance company turn me down for my health insurance coverage that I needed for my transition-related health care because, because Virginia law did not mandate it. Transition-related health care. Wow. She is actually saying that the, the government of Virginia should mandate that health insurance covers transitional health care. In other words, cut this part off. This is so crazy leftist to 99% of Americans are going, are you kidding me? Now, if a health insurance company wants to offer a policy that says, here's trans, you can you can buy it. But to mandate it well, from she, Richmond. She was a female and now she's a man. Is that right? No, it's the other way around. Oh, she, she was, was a man I know this and is now confusing. she's a female. <laughs> it is confusing, to be honest with you. The whole thing is confusing. Well, how does that work with... I want you know. If, I wonder if you're if you're an organ donor. Never mind. <laughs> Thank go. you. Thank you for stopping right there. <laughs> but the point is, the point is, this Danica Rome 
actually believes. Now, this is a leftist view. This isn't a Danica Rome transgender view. The, the left views government as a mandator to insurance. Not that you can pick what insurance companies you what, what you want right. in an insurance policy, <laughs> but that a government would mandate every insurance company has got to cover your this. your transition from male to female. Yes. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Yes. Yeah, listen to how the answer is yes. Listen to how sick this has gotten, though. So the entire <laughs> Democratic cannot get any sicker. Mm-hmm. The Democratic Party is hanging their proverbial white hat uh, with a point at the end on this issue. <laughs> they are they're the one they're the ones obviously they're hanging their hat on LGBTQ and race issues, and they're all about this. They actually believe that people are going to run to the polls and go. The lesbians, the gays, the bi's, the trans, and the queers are not protected. And they are, by the way. They're protected like you, and they're protected like me, like anyone else. They get the exact cute, same the protections. Word? Queer is Q. I'm pretty sure on that. I've LGBT. Studied this. I thought it was questioning. Uh, well, I could be that, too, but, although I'm not. I think it is. By the way, here's how insane this is. I think there's a vegetable that starts with a Q. I could, I don't know. Let, let me just let me just tell you. Squ- no, what? I don't know. Here, listen to how insane this has gotten. This whole gendering thing. Squash has an S in front of it. There's a 13 year old boy in Cincinnati area middle school who was punished after he misgendered a male classmate who wants to identify as a girl. This is with the logical conclusion of the American left. How old was this boy? 13. So, why, why would they even know about that? Like, the you left. Know? The left. That's why. That's why? Exactly. They, they want to make sure that every child is confused out of their mind about gender, about all these things. And the left is destroying our culture. And this 13-year-old boy in Cincinnati in middle, middle school, the school was not announced because uh, they want to keep it private. The child's name is withheld to keep that private. The sixth grader and several classmates were having a conversation in our class about a male student who was talking about having his private parts removed so he'd become a girl. 13 sixth graders. The sixth grader politely explained that's not how biology works. And instead of being a good, getting a mark for, hey, this is basic human, that the boy was sent to the principal's office. Wow. That's the logical conclusion so what, of the American left. What did his parents say, or do we even know? We don't know, but we, yeah, the parents said they were very upset that they, they came home. The child felt confused, like, what are you talking about? I got in trouble for that? For t- saying, wait a second, that's not how it works? I'm surprised, I'm surprised his father didn't say, you don't know the half of it, son. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366. You got to hear the story of this real estate agent who is in trouble for saying Jesus loves me on an email in Virginia. That's next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, proclaiming liberty over tyranny on AM820 WNTW. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a like flag out in our yard. Until the day that he died, he I wrote my mother. So just to, uh, I sang it too. to be consistent with our theme here in the shower. of diversity and inclusion in the LGBT. In a land of the free. How do you like it? Do you like it? According I'll sing it to you after the show. Yeah, please. According to the uh, Investor Magazine, I think is Investor what it was. Investor Magazine. Dun, 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 you know the number dun, one. Dun, dun, dun. You know what the number one new job in America is 
in the executive oh, role. Give me a second. Let me think. Chief Diversity and Inclusion Officer? It is. Could it be that? That's the new wow. up and rising I'm psychic. job out there in America. You know, they're, they're referring to employee relations folks as essentially these new Chief Diversity and Diversity Inclusion and Inclusion Officer people. Match that title. Hmm? What's your title at work? Well, I see. I'm the chief diversity and inclusion officer. Uh, Did you go to school for that? Oh, yeah. I went to Virginia Tech. (laughs) It's a freshman orientation is all I needed. I only went for a month. (laughs) I learned everything I needed to know. And let me ask you a question. I need someone like you in a position with our company. So you might be asking yourself, what does the chief diversity and inclusion officer do? Well, GQ recently added one. They call it the hottest new role in fashion. Chanel recently hired a head of diversity and inclusion. Gucci, Burberry, Prada have all added diversity and inclusive advisory councils and inclusion officers. What an incredibly cool job. All you get to do is look around. We don't wear Gucci or Prada. All you get to do in that job is look around and judge people by the color of their skin, which is really the opposite of what we're supposed to be doing. But it's so cool that these companies are hiring to go make sure that we're inclusive. And so they look at the color people. That is such a cool time. We've really digressed, haven't we? And by the way, is this a leftist idea or or, or digressed? Are you kidding? You're asking that question? Is this really a leftist idea or a conservative idea? What is is this good for America? Is it pure Madness. What do you do for a living? Because I need someone like you. Oh, I'm a cashier down at the local local supermarket. Perfect. Well, what would I be doing? Oh, we uh, have a giant machine. You'd be the machine operator. We can put you to work tomorrow. But I have any training? You don't need it. You're a cashier. You'd fill a spot for me. Or you, I could put you in management. Or you could be a diversity inclusion officer. Yeah, you could be supervising all of our stores. I wonder who's proud of that kind of title. Wait, let me see your business card. Oh, I see. You're a diversity inclusion. I would bust out laughing if someone handed me a business card to head on there. I go, what in Years the name ago. of Sam Hill is going on here? Years ago, I was a training coordinator, and I was essentially the employee relations guy for a uh, very large snack food company, for lack of better description. And it didn't have anything to do. They never said anything to do about diversity or inclusion or anything. Why? That's weird. I don't know. They don't they understand I feel, anything. I feel you're cheated out of cheated out of judging something people by the I could have been doing. <laughs> I, I really I could have walked around and done that, and, uh, and I didn't get to. I'm just I'm just I don't even want to talk about it anymore. It upsets me terribly. <laughs> uh, you, so were, it, you were supposed to turn my mic off before I did that, Mark. Target. Just let me give you an example of this diversity ridiculousness. This chief diversity officer at Target, by the way, is Wanga's is her name. Wanga. That's perfect. Her role is to not only direct responsibility for meeting diversity goals internally. So they, they have a diversity goal internally. I wonder what that looks like. Yeah, this is a certain I wonder percentage. if it's in writing. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, that, having that in writing, I would think, could get him in trouble Why does, with the government. Well, exactly. What company, what company actually, isn't your job to sell things, do business? Why, why do you think it matters so much about, you have to hire a diversity officer? What, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with our country? This is, this is, now Target goes on to say that, 
that this person will meet diversity goals. They'll connect target with the audience to deliver products in line with their expectations and interests. That's me. And, and this diversity officer established eight company-wide diversity goals. That's me. Increasing the assortment of the multicultural dolls. Me. Beauty products and foods for improving me. hiring and retention of a diverse workforce. Me. I could do that job. Of course you could. I could do that job with my eyes shut. It's just no, I can't. It's ridiculous because diversity screws me. I got to keep my eyes open. You can't be colorblind. No, you can't be blind at all, folks. Exactly. I'm sorry, you can't have the job even though you have a doctorate in that field. This guy over here has been running the cash register down at the local supermarket, but he is the right color. I'm sorry. Believable. That's actually you true. Work for free. It's actually I'm fact. Sorry. I'm sorry. I can't true. hire you. Even you though you work for free you with your color doctorate, even this though you're guy good. over here, he fits the diversity mold. He's the he's the right color, and he knows a cash register sort of. He only worked there for a week before they fired him. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers eight twenty. WNTW ninety two point seven FM. I think we have to rethink. How we define what constitutes a successful economy. Sibling rivalry, brotherly love. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. <laughs> now, now, in fairness, in fairness to this whole diversity thing, it's become blatantly obvious that, that there is racism in some places. For example, crosswalk signs. They're racist. They only show a white person walking on the crosswalk. Well, if they showed a, a black person walking on the crosswalk, people would get mowed down. Because, they because can't see the it. sign background is usually black, and it's just the light that shows up. I'm surprised more people haven't complained about that. But At George Washington University, they went out and asked students if they would sign a petition to change the racist crosswalk sign. <laughs> I wish I was making this stuff up. This is. Are you serious? I'm I'm completely serious. You can find the video at wntwtheanswer.com by clicking. So how on the do you fix that sign? You just tell people just put a simple sign up. Walk at your own risk. But first of all, who even thinks this way? I mean, who even? I don't even want to know the train of thought for this. I don't want to know the person who thinks that way because they're obviously whacked, racist. There's de- here's There's what no one question. Student, They're a racist. One student said this about the crosswalks. There's definitely a lack of representation. Really? One student said with excitement, I can see, like, I guess why some students have a problem with it. I totally sign that. I would totally sign it. I have lost oh, wow. If the crosswalk... Did you make racist. it out of high school? Then, or did you pay you sure you're going for your diploma? Are you sure you're a college student here? Because Did your mother pay to get you in this university? <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Can't make this stuff up. Are you really good in some George sport? Washington, of all places, university. Because it sounds like you've had your head banged around quite exactly. a bit. Exactly. You've had a few, few right. problems with your head. Coming up, uh, Congressman McEachin was on Al Sharpton's show, Birds of a Feather Come to Mind. You won't believe some of the clips of that. Metal straw? You want a metal straw? Well, all you have to do is donate to a state senator's campaign. He'll send you a metal yeah, straw. Yeah, that's all you need. You hear about the lady in England who fell down with a metal straw, and went right herself. through her eyeball and killed her? How dare they? Yeah, that's what I want, a metal straw. 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. This stinks.
I don't know. I'm just going to make it up as I go along. Why, why they do that? Some are horrible people, horrible human beings. Who cares? No, 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 Get a hold of yourself. You want a metal straw to save the planet? Donate to this Democrat in Virginia. Or not. Remember when you were little and your parents would say to you, you're going to poke someone's eye out with that thing. They were referring to metal straws of the future. (laughs) Our attorney general suing the federal government on Cuccinelli's new immigration stance. You won't believe this. you got to hear it. That's coming up. And Jesus loves you? Oh, how offensive. It must stop. And government did here in Virginia. That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Can you imagine our attorney general walking into court and the judge saying, are you the guy that admittedly told everyone you wore blackface? (laughs) That's right. Uh, Yes, Your Honor, that's me. Case dismissed. Of course. The attorney general's supposed to be representing... The attorney general is supposed to be representing the Commonwealth of Virginia. Instead, in this lawsuit, he's representing the federal government. It's the weirdest scenario. What is he doing representing? It's it's unbelievable. So that means we could go and sue someone on behalf of the federal government. Yeah, this it's asinine. Your neighbor could say to you and say, yeah, I cheated on my taxes. Hope I don't get caught. You just got caught, mister. Busted. I'm suing you (laughs) on behalf of my government. All right, we're uh, or you could just pay me off. You could that? just pay me off. That would work. All right, phone lines are open, 454-1366, live here outside the uh, capital of the Commonwealth, 454-1366. I've got to share the story with you. There is a um, there, there, there's a real estate agent, Hadasha Carter. Hadash, Christian woman. Hadasha is a realtor who has been harassed, targeted, and discriminated against by the Virginia Real Estate Board for including a Bible verse on her website and phrases like Jesus loves you in her email signatures. Who do you think runs the Virginia Real Estate Board? I mean, politically, Hmm. how do you think they lean? Hmm. I don't think they lean. I think they stand firmly (laughs) on the ground on the left side of the fence to do this to this, this Christian woman. Because she posted a Bible verse on her personal website and said, Jesus loves me in her email signatures. The Virginia Real Estate Board, a state agency, filed a complaint against Hadasha, accusing her of violating the Virginia's fair housing statutes. Yeah, Jesus is going to decide whether or not you get that house. (laughs) To be clear, the board did not charge her for a refusal to rent or to represent any person. The complaint absurdly stated that because of these realtors used religious speech, they could make someone feel discriminated against. This lady signs all of her letters, Jesus loves you. And they had a major problem with this. How does saying, She had a Bible verse on her business card. They had a major problem with that. How does saying I'm a Christian realtor indicate discrimination? How does it possibly do that? It, it, it's just a simple question. I mean... Left, help me out. Four five four thirteen sixty. I know you're offended when you hear the word Jesus, or when you have any Christian near you. But just, I'm curious. That's, way, that's just, like I, I, saying if you if you support Jesus, you can't eat peanut butter. It makes as much sense. 
It's ridiculous. That actually might make more sense for some reason. Some funky reason. I can't figure it out. But anyway. You don't like peanut butter? <laughs> to make matters worse, listen I don't to this. like it unless it's with jelly. It's the Virginia State Agency that is claiming religious discrimination, turning logic on its head. For example, there is no actual complaint against Hadasha. And there's nothing in their rules that says they can do this. And they eventually just backed out and said, all right, we're going to leave it alone. We want you to keep an eye on her. That's exactly what happened. They backed out and they asked the, uh, the agency to keep an eye on her and to enter an agreement to monitor her and report back her religious expressions in the United States of America, in the Commonwealth of Virginia, the, the home Gestapo, of George Mason and Thomas Jefferson talked about religious liberty. The Gestapo was alive and well. This lady did business with Jewish folks. Of course, every Muslim folks, every, no Christian folks. No one complained. Not Nobody, a single not a complaint. single complaint with all the people she dealt with. Not one person complained. But some moron, yes, I said you were a moron, in the realty department of Virginia has a problem with this lady and her religion. Now, what if he had a problem, or she, whoever it is, had a problem with you and your religion at home? Right. Would she show up at the door? Who'd you buy this house from? <laughs> Was it a Christian? We might take it away from you. If it's a Christian. Now, here's Do you the love good- Jesus? Oh, you're out of here. <laughs> here's the good news. This is why it, brought, it was come to our attention. Because currently, the ACLJ, which is a, a liberty uh, organization, just filed a lawsuit on behalf of this, this lady um, claiming harassment. Imagine being targeted by the government for saying Jesus loves you. That's exactly what this is here. I hope she collects $20 billion. She's not a government employee. She doesn't work for the agency targeting her. She has no clients complained, no coworkers complained. Yet the, the uh, board, the Virginia Real Estate Board, forced her employer into an agreement to monitor communications. It's probably it, one person on that board. Might be. Hadasha Carter was ultimately forced to resign rather than compromise her Christian faith. I admire her for that. States of America. I admire her for resigning rather than compromise her Christian faith over some state board that has no, there's no rules that say this. There's no laws that say you cannot express your religious beliefs. How have we come to this point in our country? I, I heard the other day someone say... Things have changed. I, I, it's unbelievable how Christianity it used to be such a positive thing. You heard things like, that's a good Christian family, a good Christian man, a good Christian woman. That's now, a good Christian-run business. Now we're told it's almost like a bad thing now. I mean, it's just unbelievable. So they're Christians? Yes. Can you believe it? Is there a board <laughs> oh, coming? no. <laughs> a board that just simply identifies Christians and goes after them? Is that what's coming? Is, I, is there going to be a board might that be. I don't, sends I don't. a person, an agent, in an overcoat with a top hat to stand <laughs> outside Chick, every Chick-fil-A and, and write down license plate numbers? Is that coming? Like the religious Gestapo? Because that's what this sounds of, like. Uh, of course it is. Because there is no case can be made that what this real estate agent did was wrong, other than cl- claiming her faith. I mean, if you think that's wrong, and I'm sure, I'm sure you do think it's wrong. I'm sure people are out there going, well, you shouldn't tell anybody you're a Christian. I just want you to know that part of Christianity is being a witness or 
telling people that there's a cliff ahead. You want to stop and go this direction. I mean, that's kind of essentially what the Christian faith is. And how dare they? How dare they have concern for you to bring up their Christian faith? And if you work for this Virginia Gestapo board, this Virginia real estate Gestapo board, we'd like to talk to you at 454-1366. We'd like to find out how you justify your actions against this Christian lady. We would love to hear this. Obviously, you think you have something on her. 454-1366. I challenge you to call us, and I know you don't have the nerve <laughs> to do it. It's like there's someone I out dare, there. I dare it's like you. It's like you're talking I to somebody you, you know. It's they're like, probably sitting outside the in the Go parking ahead. lot. Pick the phone up. I bet there's <laughs> two of them out in the parking lot with long coats on with the top hat saying, man, it's hot out here. <laughs> Wish they'd come on out of here so we could uh, club them. Well, you go on and leave. I'll stay here and take care. 454-1366. You don't have the nerve to call us. I challenge you. Lee Brothers, 820, WNTW, 92.7 FM. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Scott is here, and I'm going to smack him. He keeps running his mouth, and I don't like it. 454-1366. He's a religious man. Why don't you come in and hit him? 1366. <laughs> if he keeps eating my crackers, I'll get slim. So here's the deal. See, you can make up any words. I, I don't yes, you do. And you do, by the way. Thank you. There there's nothing wrong I'm with a good political debate. I, I enjoy a good political debate, but it has to be rooted in, in some truth. And there's there's a couple things that are happening here just this week. One is the anniversary of the Charlottesville incident, which has been turned in to the, the the biggest event in the history of our planet, according to every Democrat. And yeah, it's the biggest event in the history of the Democratic Party. I mean, now Charlottesville, when you think of Charlottesville, you it's become this national statement. Charlottesville, Virginia. In fact, T-Mac wrote a book about it. This, this is so ridiculous. You could fit these people in a phone booth. It's not America. It's not even close to America. It's not certainly not Charlottesville, Virginia. Right. It's exactly. not any area in Virginia. There's no pocket in Virginia where these it's just got to stop. These crazies live. But here's where I was going with this. Charlottesville, when Trump came out and spoke about it, he condemned it on both sides. And the left is lying about this, including Ralph Northam, including the Attorney General, Mark Herring. And you can see the video at WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. The evidence is right there. Trump never said these were good people. And he He never said said there are good people on both sides. He He said there were good people there. There There were people there there that would have been there had nothing been going on in Charlottesville. It's just preposterous. It's a lie. And here's the other lie. That Ken Cuccinelli hates immigrants. That Ken Cuccinelli thinks immigrants should only come from Europe. That's that's just a lie. He never said that. And we know Ken Cuccinelli personally and very, very well. He he did our show with us one Saturday. Yes, he did. But he's this, a truly great American. This is ridiculous how his words are being turned around when if you would just listen to it. Now this like it. new idea that suggests that when immigrants come here that they shouldn't be coming here to get free things. At first, it's not a new idea. And secondly, it makes complete sense. If people who are poor, 
who are poor from other countries come here. The Statue of Liberty says, bring the poor. Bring the bring them here because here they'll succeed. It doesn't say bring the poor here and get free things. Cuccinelli's not wrong on this. But the attorney but if general they, if they come here the right way, they will get help to get established here. If they climb a thirty foot fence or whatever it is and fall off the other side and break a leg, we're gonna fix their leg and send them back. So the attorney general Am I right or am I right? of Mark Herring is, is leading 13 states to challenge the rules proclaimed this week by Cuccinelli. Cuccinelli is claiming rules that are in writing, <laughs> rules that he has to work by, not rules that Trump whipped up on a notepad, not well, things Trump just said, hey, do this, say this. Well, they're, the, they're there. They're rules. Well, Cuccinelli is actually adding to this by saying that he would allow deportation of legal immigrants if they tap into assistance such as food stamps or housing. And it's, it's been called it, it, there's a purpose behind it. It's been it's been the system for a long time. It's not like something new, but it does resonate with 99 percent of America. When you think about it, you don't come here to get free things. You come here to be prosperous and help America, not come right. here to get free stuff. This isn't a complete anthem to America. It's actually embraced by taxpayers who think, yeah, don't come here for free things. Come here to help America. Here's what Mark Herring said. The conditions of the new rule and the bizarre un-American statements by the attorney, by, by Cuccinelli in defense of it, make it clear this rule is designed to reduce legal immigration and favor wealthy white immigrants. That's, that is complete cow dung. Even, but here's the point, even if he was right, if Mark Herring's statement right there were true, what are you suing? You're suing because you don't like Cuccinelli? You're suing the federal government because you think that Cuccinelli uh, is, is bizarre or un-American in his statements? On what grounds do you go sue on the federal government for? Or not the federal government, because you're backing the federal government. You're, you're suing to stop Cuccinelli. It's, it, and he goes on to say this. It will lead to greater suffering and sickness as illegal as legal immigrants avoid food, housing, and health care assistance. No, that's not true. If someone comes here and the federal government says you're not going to get food, housing, or health care assistance for a short time, you think they're going to go without? America is caring. There's plenty of places to get help. The, 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 Mark Herring, the government isn't the only assistance program. Right. I'm just telling you, they're not. Americans will help. For you to say that people are going to get suffer sickness and starvation because of this is absurd. It's just absurd. And he goes on to say it's shameful and the way the administration is going about it's unlawful. We will fight this cruel discrimination, a legal rule every step of the way. It, you can't. I'll tell you what. Represent Virginia. The Attorney General of the Commonwealth of Virginia needs to represent Virginia's interests. If you want to represent national and just go be the attorney general of the federal government. This is, you, you have no interest here, Mark Herring. We want you to try to do that, by the way. Yeah. We'd be proud for you to try to do that. And look at our American, look at our, look at our attorney general. He's up there trying to be the attorney general of the United States. So this kind of it's demagoguery. Happen, but it'd be good for him to try. That way we get rid of him. This kind of demagoguery by Mark Herring and others leads to the reason people didn't stand up at the Pan Am Games. 
the people who won gold medals and medals at the Pan Am Games, who are Americans, you know, they said they didn't stand and raised a fist in the air and knelt because of racism, gun control, mistreatment of immigrants. And a president who spreads hate. That's why they didn't stand on the podium. The Democrats talk about children in cages on the border like they're monkeys. Like they're little monkeys and they're in these little short dog cages and they get food pushed through the thing to them. That's that's not true at all. Of course not. It's not true. No, they have beds and things. There's a, pl- exactly. and, There's a place for them, essentially. They call it a cage, but we got to put them somewhere. Yeah, and these, Their parents were arrested. They crossed the border illegal. What are you going to do? The, if the parents break a law in the United States, say you go out tonight and, and rob a grocery store with your wife, you know, you're going to pretend to be Dick and Jane from the movie and you go out and rob a grocery store or whatever. And you drive off and they catch you. What do they think? What do you think they're going to do with your kids? They're going to take your of kids course. and they're going to put them in a, a home a home type situation, and then they're probably going to put them with foster parents or whatever eventually. But for a good while, they're the going until the trial is done. The point is, they take the children of course, away. Of course, that's no different, and everyone knows that. The left wants to make a political issue of it. What's Barack interesting? Obama wanted to stop this. Right. What's interesting, what's interesting about this is this kind of demagoguery that makes people not stand when they won a medal for their country is disgusting. It's interesting that a teacher is the one who addressed this at a high school in Florida. We'll share with you next what was written on that board in that classroom. It's unbelievable. And your phone calls next, 454-1366-454. 1366 Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Tired of talk show hosts that think they know everything? Call Scott and Richard Lee, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. The government is us, and we're, we're doing things right. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> All right, so a teacher was removed from a classroom after scolding students for not standing during the Pledge of Allegiance. I mean, that teacher needs to be removed. Oh, my gosh. A teacher can stand up and go, are you gay? Are you straight? Be pro-abortion and all these things and fun Planned Parenthood. But don't you dare tell people to stand up for a bunch of Don't you think that as a teacher, I think the majority of people who are teachers feel like it was a calling. And I would think a lot of the really good teachers are feeling like they're losing the race. They're it's, Sure they are. They're they're fighting a battle. Some of them are going to give up and go to work for companies or whatever they're going to do. But when these kids won't stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance, she, you know, she makes them. She wants to make them stand up, but the school is going to discipline her if she does that. Well, that's what happened. What's that, what's that, you know, if we when we were kids if we didn't stand for the pledge everyone of allegiance, beat us up. I can't imagine. <laughs> we got beat up by everyone else in the class. Yeah, we always different kind of country. I can't imagine what this country is changing dramatically and so over the years since we've started on radio, oh, it right. has changed so much. That's scary. The First Coast High School in Duval County, Florida. Mr. Goodman is his name. Here's what the teacher, Mr. Goodman, wrote on the board. You're not going to believe this. Think 
We had about a half a million Americans die in our Civil War, which is largely to get rid of slavery. There is no longer separate water fountains and bathrooms in Jacksonville for white and colored. As Mr. Goodman remembers from the 1960s, we had an amendment to the U.S. Constitution to allow the right for women to vote. We had a black president. The superintendent of DeVille Schools is a black woman. Mr. Fluent, our principal, replaced a black man. Mr. Simmons, who is now our our uh, certified um, uh, superintendent, uh, minister, is black. My point You are all extremely lucky to be living in the United States of America. If you refuse to stand there in the Pledge of Allegiance or our national anthem, as some pampered, arrogant celebrities and athletes tend to do, you are are, uh, revealing maturity and wisdom. Actually, you are displaying the opposite, Mr. G, unquote. That is what a teacher wrote on the board. Can you imagine the outrage of the left? I, I, I can imagine other teachers coming in, taking a picture. They did. To show the office to get the man fired. Fired. That, by the way, every other anti-American political statement is allowed. That got the teacher in trouble in Florida. What an amazing statement. And by the way, every line of that happens to be true. But don't let facts get in the way. All right, coming up. Donald McEachin. Unbelievable. And Al Sharpton. Birds of a feather. We got the clips of that and more dead ahead. Check us out at WNTW The Answer, WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you directly to our page, and you'll enjoy it. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Can't even hear your own thoughts around here with all the racket around here. Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee brothers on 820 WNTW. Just after 534, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes... His far left. You're much closer to me now. It's kind of oh, nice. Give me a break. You know I've never been far left. <laughs> I've always no, stood you have the pledge you of just allegiance. Been left to I've me. Always stood for the just left of pledge me. of allegiance, and I've always of course you sung have. the national anthem. Usually, by the time I got through singing it, nobody else was singing. They were all looking at me like, "What? Yeah, are please you doing? stop. It hurts my ears." So, uh, but Donald, I've practiced it for many years now. Donald McKeachin was on rendition. No, hear no, no, absolutely not. We have listeners, and we want to keep them. So, <laughs> don't, Mark, do not tempt him. That's not great. <laughs> Donald McKeachin was uh, introduced uh, on Al Sharpton's show. I'm sorry, Reverend Al Sharpton. What, he's a reverend? I have no idea. Show some show? R-E-S-P-I-C-T. This is perfect. That's that perfect. perfect. That was Al spelling it his way. So, he did it. Wait, play that again, Mark. Play that again. Way. That's unbelievable. Show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. This <laughs> is embarrassing. How does he, he even have a show? How does he even have a show? He did. He never won any spelling bees, but they, <laughs> they let him win anyway because they were afraid not to let him win because he would unleash on them for fire and fury. Because he is exactly <laughs> Reverend Al. That's him as a very small boy. <laughs> 
So why did why did Al Sharpton have Donald McEachin, Congressman Donald McEachin, on from the Fourth really District? You have to ask because of Charlottesville. Yeah, oh, Charlottesville, and I was that, hoping that horrible place. I was hoping Donald McEachin would go. Would you stop it? Come on, Charlottesville is a very small group of people who wouldn't fit in a phone booth. Instead, what do you think McEachin said? Oh no, we want to stir. We want this to be bigger and bolder. In fact, listen to what he says. I'd like to bring in Democratic Congressman Donald McEachin of Virginia. Congressman. uh, Why does he talk so slow like that? It's like all pronounced. He's filling air time. (laughs) Democratic Congressman (laughs) Donald McEachin McEachin. of Virginia. Congressman, uh, two years later, your reflections on two years ago and where you think we are today. Have we made any progress? Have we moved forward? Or are we where we were two years ago? What well, they need now, to do, the, build a building the up there or something? Yeah. I mean, what what is he talking about? Charlottesville, obviously, but it's unbelievable. You'd have to be, you'd have to be dense, thick you, as a brick or a fence post to think that the town of Charlottesville is this racist, Little community of criminals. Exactly, it's ridiculous. Looking for a fight. You would also it's not think true. If you drop, you're an alien from outer space, dropped in the Commonwealth of Virginia, you would think Charlottesville was a mass murder of biblical proportions all over the planet. You would think Charlottesville. Oh my gosh, what happened? I keep hearing it all the time. What happened? Well, a lady, a lady was killed by a, a, driving a car. Aliens came. Yeah. No, you missed my. I say aliens, and you get like that. I'm just saying, when if you were dropped by, a, I'm sorry, I even mentioned it. They're I'm sorry, on the roof. I can't even. I, would, I'm, I mentioned the word. Okay, go ahead. No, tell your story. No, I'm not. That's that is the story. I have no control over over that. No, you do. You There's are probably that. something on the roof, but I have nothing, <laughs> no control over that. It could be hovering up there. I don't know. So behind the cloud. So 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 Al uh, Sharpton, Reverend Al Sharpton, is convinced that Charlottesville is so big and bad. That for two years, it's the anniversary of it. Donald McKeachin, have we gotten better or worse? Two years ago, Reverend, was horrible. And by the way, thank you for allowing me to come on your show. Um, but to be honest with you, Reverend, I think we're moving backwards. I think things are worse now than they were two years ago. <laughs> you know what? Really? There's Charlottesville's all over the place. We got, we got little... It, it's just... There's it, a group of white supremacists. That came to Charlottesville. They weren't invited. They just came. They are dirtbag scum. And they get in the phone booth. If they're part of the Ku Klux Klan, which is an organization formed by none other than that Democratic Party way back when, it was Democrats that formed the Klan. The dirtbags came to Charlottesville. I don't think they've been back. And I don't think the, wasn't Antifa up there? Yeah, was, that is a major racist group in America, and yeah, there's a, there's a problem there. But Charlottesville is fine. <laughs> it's Charlottesville's fine. It's not. By the way, it's also not an indication of America. And why would Donald McKeachin? What's the point? And I'm just asking all politicians and left. Stir why, the why do you want to say that we're going backwards? Do you? Is there a policy that you think we can implement? That's a racist statement. What What is the deal with McKeachin here? And it didn't stop there. They actually uh, continued with more of McEachin's view on uh, a lot of things, such as blaming the president. Oh, my gosh. I think. 
Well, the president has to own this. Which one, Bush? Because he used to blame everything on Bush. Yeah, right. Which president? The president has to own this. Donald Trump so doesn't have to own anything. So when did it happen? It happened almost immediately after President Trump's presidency. Almost immediately. It was two years ago. Trump hasn't even been president in two years. He said there or, were no, good people the, in Charlottesville that day. He wasn't referring to the white supremacists or Antifa. He was referring to the to people the who general wanted to take public. down. No, he was referring to the people who were for the monument to stay and against it, which are good people on both sides. Look up the real uh, version of it, and you'll see that that's not Did how they the even Trump mention the monument in their discussion? I bet they don't. No, they don't. But the Trump, Trump's to blame for this? So, Donald McEachin, Congressman McEachin from Virginia, what is this again? Well, the president has to own this. You know, in the past, we've had Democratic and Republican presidents stand up and articulate American values and push back against hate. And you also do with Trump. To say that Trump has not condemned this is a lie. And you are a liar if you say otherwise. He has. He actually said in the comments right after it happened in Charlottesville that the white supremacists and Antifa were evil people who did wrong. What more do you want, Donald McEachin? You're a liar. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's continue here. But this president hasn't done that. This president. He has done that. This is ridiculous. This is this is getting out of hand, quite honestly. It really is. Has used the buzzwords, the dog whistles, and, and whatnot to make sure that folks know that it's okay to behave in the manner that they're behaving. And so he- that is complete cow dung. That's not true. No, it isn't. Donald McEachin makes me want to use other words. Words. Thank you for holding your tongue. I'm I'm biting it. I am. Yeah. Bleeding in there exactly. a little bit. Exactly. So I, I, I'm so sick of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the city of Charlottesville being turned into a leftist talking point, which turns out to be amazingly false. If you go to WNTWTheAnswer.com, click on the Lee Brothers, there's a video there that dissects exactly what Trump said after Charlottesville. And to blame what happened on Trump in Charlottesville is also ridiculous because he was only in office for a few short months. I mean, how is it his fault? It's it's just unbelievable that this is where we are when you can have a group of people who want to perpetuate. What if Donald Bakichin would have come on Al Sharpton's show and said, you know what? What happened in Charlottesville is bad, but we've we've got to stop this. We've this isn't America. Virginia's yeah. a great state. This isn't America. What if he would have said that? What if you said America is the greatest place to be? Are there bad people? Yeah. Three of them showed up. One of them was in a car and ran over a, a woman. One. One guy was in a car and ran over a woman and killed one woman. A white man killed a white woman, if you want to throw the race factor in, Donald. But to say Charlottesville has a problem, that Charlottesville has walked backwards, is insanity. Or to even take it further and say Charlottesville is America. That one event, that one event, a snapshot in time that, that, that one person died is not an a, a indication of America. It's got to stop. Donald McEachin, come on, you're better than this. Are Democratic voters else? essentially very negative people that like to get just pissed off at whatever? Is that what a Democratic voter is? Because what they're talking, what they're describing, should make Democratic voters very angry. Right. Well, I, is, I think... Is that who these people are? I think who they are is they they... They hate Trump. And by the way, they're the epitome of not hating. They say they're not haters. They're tolerant. 
but there is there has never been anyone hated more than Trump, and it's by the left. Yeah, and so absolutely. If you start with the premise that you hate Trump, but not only do you hate Trump, but you believe him to be evil, then there is nothing that you shouldn't do to stop him, including lying, hurting people, because it's all for the greater cause to get rid of Trump, who is evil in their mind. And if you, if that's exactly what the left takes a sick, a sick person to to think that way, they're mad because Hillary didn't get elected. The Clintons are out of the picture. Thank God. I I think we'll hear their names more in the future because, and not because of Trump, because of crap they did, and because of uh, Epstein's death. (laughs) We'll hear more about the Clintons. All right. Uh, they probably had calls. to do it. In, and Bill supposedly traveled with the man. Yeah. Uh-oh. You won't believe Trump's new Green New Deal. You won't believe it. It's an amazing story. And you want a metal straw? We'll tell you who to support. It's a Democrat in Virginia. You'll put your eye out with it. Lee Brothers. I'm telling you. 454-1366-454-1366-820-WNTW-92.7 FM. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers, on 820 WNTW. The commissar in the Soviet Union who went out to one of those state collective farms, grabbed the first worker he came to, said, how are the crops? Oh, he said, the crops never have been better, just wonderful. He said, how about potatoes? Oh, he said, comrade commissar, if we could put the potatoes in one pile, they would reach the foot of God. And the commissar said, this is the Soviet Union. There is no God. He says, that's all right. There are no potatoes. I love it. Big round. So good. He was amazing. So Starbucks has switched to strawless lids now. You can't even get a straw, apparently, at Starbucks. They give you this stupid little... Strawless lid. It's like a lid with a little so you lip have to on peel it, it back no. and pop it in a hole. No, it's it's Starbucks is now they. And by the way, this is a trend everywhere. Yeah, it's like a sippy cup. It looks like it's just ridiculous. And I was at the Washington Nationals. How do y'all know that baseball game? Are y'all Starbucks customers? I've been told. I never go there. Oh, I was in Washington D.C. this week uh, at the Nationals game, and I wanted a straw. At the uh, local restaurant right beside the, the, and I guess what the straw is made of. That's a nice segue into telling us about your ball game. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? I wasn't telling you about the ball game. What are you talking about? You make no sense. So the straw is made of paper. And have you ever used a paper straw? It is yeah. just horrible. It's it falls absolutely apart horrible. before you ever finish the beverage, unless you're me and then us. Right. And I finish the beverage quite quickly and get another. But I'm supposed to feel good. Why? The straw sucks. I'm supposed to feel good. I'm saving the planet, which, by the way, by the way, straws represent like point zero 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 one of any kind of trash on the planet. And by the way, it represents zero of America's trash because we dispose of our straws properly. We don't have a problem. We're not shoving them in the ocean. Yeah, if, if they have problems with straws, why don't they have a problem with disposable baby diapers? Or, I mean, they, right? are, they are disgusting. Or They're rank. About- they put off an odor that would kill a bird flying by. <laughs> and yet... They just let you throw them in the trash can anywhere you are. So I see people throw them on the ground in a shopping center parking lot. I like to run over the people with That's my car, but I can't remember I've ever seen I that. But they just—I've seen it. It's disgusting. So you stepped in a baby diaper? No, no. At the, the, the ballpark, I was just eating at near the stadium, and, and that's they why wouldn't I got give the you paper a straw. straw. No, they, they got get, a paper. They straw. had a paper straw. <gasps> 
And so I objected. The the humanity. But I'm remembering where I was. I'm in Washington, D.C. And they are. uh, Exactly. They they, they almost look at you like, you want to hurt the planet? No, I want to enjoy my drink and use. And by the way, the, the, the cup is plastic. The lid is, is plastic. plastic. So what so, you do is you put the paper straw in the plastic lid, and you peel it off and throw it on the ground, and you drink your cup like a real man. It's just, it's just ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. The left is winning this so bad that our very own Senator Scott Cervell, who is in Northern Virginia up in Arlington, he's running for Senate, and he says, uh, if you want a metal straw and you want to protect the planet, just donate $5 to my campaign. I'll send you a metal straw. So he's going to be responsible for the deaths (laughs) of Lord only knows how many women and children who fall down. You know, a kid takes their drink, and they run. The key word there is run off to play. If they trip and fall, and the straw stabs them, it could kill them. It could. It killed a lady in Florida. She tripped in her house, fell with her metal straw. I'm saving the environment. And it goes right through her eye and kills her. That's a disgusting story. It's horrid. But, you know, they're going to say, well, we're going to have some collateral damage to these metal straws. (laughs) It's okay. We can afford to lose people. their their term for it. And why not pick another, a bigger piece of trash? Right. You know, make people use cloth diapers. Right. I'm not going to have any more babies. I've got four. And but see, here's the deal. We use disposable diapers. I'm sure Scott, for them. I'm sure Scott, Senator Scott Cervell is uh, feeling good that he's going to give the campaign metal straws. What do you do? I better what do you be do with careful. The, how, what do you do with the metal straw? I mean, do you, do you actually carry this thing around with you? If I have a metal straw, what do I do with it? I mean, think about that. Do I, I actually go to restaurants with a metal? I don't you understand carry it in the your shirt pocket where it fills up with dust and flying. Dirt, bird dung and everything else pocket? in the world. There's bird dung in your shirt pocket? No, but it flies through the air. I mean, when they're flying and they okay, go, okay, all right. Okay. It, it, sometimes it spreads out in little droplets and one will go down your metal straws. Sure enough, at least I hope <laughs> That's so. That's ridiculous. I hope no, so. No, it's a serious point, though. Where do you do you carry these things with you? Do people actually get metal straws and take them to restaurants? I think they're a new thing, so we don't really have statistics yet. What kind of leftist? 78% of the people will carry their metal straw to restaurants <laughs> where You're 20% of the people keep them at home in a drawer. You know, seriously, how big of a leftist environmental nature Nazi, John, there's your quote, nature Nazi, do you have to be to feel proud and justified to pull out your metal straw at some restaurant somewhere? I better be careful what I say about disposable diapers because probably right. in the not-too-distant future, I'll be using them because <laughs> I'm an old <laughs> geezer. That's right. I'm the geezer brother. Not really. Trump's new green deal, he wants to buy Greenland. I love this story. I love it. No, seriously, he actually floated this the other day about, why don't we just buy Greenland? It's strategic. And by the way, it's the word greens in it, so it could be the Green New Deal. And what's wrong with buying Greenland? We, we have A, we have the money. B... Why not? We already and have a military C, base on it. Why not? You know, we bought the other half of the United States. We bought Louisiana. Yeah. What would be wrong with would, buying Greenland? The question is, what would Jefferson do? How much does Greenland want for it? Well, a couple million, maybe. They probably called maybe him up and said, hey, you want to buy our country? <laughs> sure, I'll buy it. All right. Your phone call is next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. 92.7 FM. Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. 
That's an awesome bumper. And that's a wrap, by the way. A total wrap. But it's not a paper straw baby diaper wrap. Oh, that's disgusting. No, it's I not, because that would be disgusting. That is disgusting. It's nasty disgusting. But if they put a steel straw in there, you're liable to break your tooth. So. That's so true. That's also true. That, that's, that's absurd. A, We've that's lost a pro and a pro and a con. Right, that is. Paper hey. straw won't break your teeth. Metal straw will. Check us out at WNTWTheAnswer.com. W, WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you directly to our page. There are three great videos there for your watching and listening pleasure. An incredibly, incredibly good basketball shot. And Stacey Abrams is a loser. Actually, actually, it's quite hilarious video. WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. And students at George Washington University want to banish white crossing signs. That's where we are today. That's at WNTWTheAnswer.com. WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on it. The Lee Brothers takes you to our page where we archive our shows. You can find out more about the radio station, what's changing in our programming, and to always stay tuned to WNTW for more updates. Our world is changing, so you can join us. We're moving to Saturdays from 8 till 10 a.m. So you can join us every Saturday from 8 to 10 a.m. And learn how the world is changing because we'll bring you up to speed. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.